Bushwhacking. Welcome. Welcome to Bushwhacking. With Jack and Fish. I'm Jack. <laughs> I'm Fish. <laughs> we'll get the intro down. That's okay. <laughs> um, A podcast is not defined by its intro, or it shouldn't be. Because then you listen to the intro, and then, all right, great right. podcast. <laughs> well, today we have a very interesting topic to bushwhack. Um... <laughs> This is, uh, what if food only had one form? Um, So if everything came in a sandwich form, or if everything was a smoothie, or if everything was ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So... And if you if you're new to the podcast, the way the way what we do here is <laughs> we we pick this topic, such as what if everything had one food form. Mm-hmm. And last time we did trios, not duos. If every body part that came in twos actually came in threes, right? And we talked about that for an hour, surprisingly. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, so we'll see how long we can talk about this, but. Uh, yeah. it's always an adventure to see where where our brains take us yeah and we're not pretending to invent these conversations bushwhacking is more we've never had these conversations me me and fish before and that's why we're gonna bushwhack it yeah and just like actual bushwhacking we might be on the trail we might be close to the trail but we're going our own path and we're just <laughs> doing it yeah so I'll, I'll just I'll start out with a pretty simple question. Uh, if if you could choose one food form, what what's your favorite food form, or what food form would you prefer to have for the rest of your life? Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about this of like favorite food form and s- stuff like that, but I also was kind of intrigued of how broad the term form is you know and like it's kind of hard to put an actual definition on that because i you can say style you can say like you don't say genre of food we do say style right what kind of food like what kind of food do you want this Uh, cuisine yeah and we're not talking like mexican italian like if there's only one type of food we're talking like Just like Fish said, if there was only smoothies or only sandwiches and... This is Wally, everything's in a cup. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bicentennial cupcake in a cup. Hey, look at that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, I... So, as far as forms, I was thinking, like, there's pizza. There's burrito and wrap, which I want to get to. Um... Ice cream, sandwich, smoothie. Ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Ice cream <laughs> Ener- smoothie. I even thought energy bar, and I'll get to that as well. Um, but I also thought just a sit-down dinner. 
Like, what if there was, that's the only way we ate? And it seems stupid because it's, you know, we always sit down. No. We eat sandwiches with our hands. Or you're supposed to. Who eats a sandwich with a fork and knife? So you must eat everything with a fork and a knife. Yeah, if we're talking, like, bringing that up of, like, if, like, that could be a certain form is, like, a dish. Like, literally a dish with fork and knife or a spoon, you know? Yeah. Or, like, soup would, I guess soup wouldn't necessarily fall into that because you could have portable soup in like a cup you know okay back to your original question but i just kind of want to present that yeah i think pizza (laughs) yeah i think pizza is the ultimate form and let me okay i have something i have a comment about that and here's some research i did all the way to youtube and all I did was take a screenshot of a survey. That's how deep this research gets, folks. Whoa. It is as deep as the first layer skin. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a rewind shorts asked, which food would you rather eat? And it's a stupid question. Like, not, not a stupid question. Uh, it's a simple question. But 56% of over 4,000 votes said pizza, 26% said hamburger, 4% said hot dog, and 13% said sandwich. But I think it's interesting because both the hot dog and the hamburger can be argued to be a, a sandwich, and right. sandwich is one of the options, but pizza got more than all three of those combined. Mm. And when people are voting for pizza, they're probably thinking exactly what a pizza is which is dough pizza sauce and cheese and toppings now when i say this is one of the best forms i am not talking about like chicago style sorry the (laughs) chicago style while it's a super good pizza and would fit the form of pizza i've never eaten chicago style with my hands i have always used a knife and fork and that's okay i think that constitutes a pizza form yeah but not everything should come in chicago style (laughs) you know um because that's that's just cake so so define the pizza form we have a thin layer or maybe a thick layer of carb either carb or something like hearty or sustainable to where you could eat it with your hands because my wife she lived in new york city and that's how she according to her that's how new yorkers would eat pizza is by the slice and both of us being from utah not a whole lot of people eat by the slice it's bought by the box you know and then eaten by the slice and so, it's something that I think is portable, and you can make a lot of things like dessert pizza. And think about all the different types of pizza there are that kind of break the rules of the pizza sauce and cheese. You know, they break the traditional. I've had hamburger, cheeseburger pizza before. I, yeah, I had that last, last Friday. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, it was good. Where? Domino's. Domino's. They make a hamburger pizza. What was their sauce? 
Oh, it was just like a. It was just like marinara. Really? Yeah. Because I've had it where it's not marinara sauce. It's like ketchup. It's like special sauce. Or it's like, like, it's like the Thousand Island California style. Yeah. Special sauce, and it had, <laughs> it had pickles, and it had chunks of ground beef, and it had cheese, of course. And it was delicious. I love, it. but it wasn't like eating a pizza. It was like eating. A cheeseburger in pizza form. Ah, See? Ah, See? Yeah. And then, of course, I've had dessert pizzas as well. And some of these are pretty weak. I've had, like, just the cookie kind. Where it's it's like, just a big cookie. It's just a big cookie cut into triangles. <laughs> but then I've had others where it's, like, a sweet roll base for, like, a cinnamon roll. And then crumble of... I can't remember what it's called, but it's like that coffee cake kind of crumble, you know. And then instead of like a full-on sauce, it was just like the icing. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I've had some good dessert pizzas. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like a s'more pizza. Ooh. That was good. Mm. And so kind of getting to the heart of the conversation, that's what I would consider the ultimate form. Interesting. Okay. I see. I for a lot of the same reasons, I would say the ultimate form is the burrito or the wrap. Because mm-hmm. you you also have so many different kinds of burritos. Mm-hmm. You have the sushi burrito, right? Right. And I have a comment about that. Well, no, but I'm yeah, keep going. You have the breakfast burrito. You can put mm-hmm. anything yeah. in this in the in a portable handheld large pill essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's portable, delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they don't make dessert burritos. Or I've never had a dessert burrito. We should invent it. That's what I'm. I was thinking about that. Oh my gosh! What would you put in a des- a dessert burrito? Basically, I would probably make it like a giant crip. Oh, or like yeah. like maybe not a cannoli because I feel like if you made a big, hard cannoli, well, it'd be like way too crunchy. Because a burrito should be like, it's not a taco. It should be soft, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like even if it's not a tortilla per se, well, you, there should be a, like a, a soft. Crepe, a crepe, egg, eggy. Yeah. That would be good. Fill it with, let's see here. A dessert burrito. That that sounds heavenly. Okay, I'm, so bananas. Bananas, would be a good filling. Bananas. Got anything that's chunky, a little bit chunky. Strawberries and bananas with some whipped cream. And maybe some like Nutella. Ooh yeah, that's a good one. You could. The possibilities are endless. You could. You could even make an ice cream burrito, a Neapolitan ice cream Mm. okay i have a question for you and we'll get to we'll dive a little bit deeper into like what if there was only one form and what that would actually mean but just thinking about how food is such a diverse and i wouldn't say complicated food is not complicated you see it you eat it it's simple but it can be so (laughs) diverse and it can be so it's like art that you can taste and 
people have become so creative with it. Right. And so, like... It is an art form. Yeah, and there's... There are absolutely crossovers, you know? Like, the sushi burrito, like you talked about. And, like, the cheeseburger pizza. Like, there are definitely people trying to mesh the forms together. The fusion. The fusion. But what we're talking about is what if it only came in one form? And so when I said pizza is the ultimate form, it's because I think it's the most versatile. Um, I think burrito or the wrap is a second close contender. But the reason why... Yeah, why why not? Why pizza over burrito? Well, you've had a sushi burrito before. Yeah. I gagged. The first time I had. Well, you just haven't had a good sushi burrito. But I love sushi. And, and you love burritos. And I love burritos. I think the reason why I love sushi so much is because it already comes in a bite-sized form. I have thought I thought about this the other day of like, I have never eaten like two rolls at a time. And I've never seen anybody else do that either. And I've never seen somebody, like, on purpose cut a roll in half and then eat it. I'm sure there are people that would make a little bit more sense. But for me, when you get really good sushi, I'm sure the chef takes the proportions of it into consideration. And so it's almost like control. Just because our mind and our mouth may not be able to handle anything bigger. And that's what I felt with the sushi burrito. Is when I took a big old bite... It didn't have everything in it. You know, <laughs> were, it doesn't... Were you, were you trying to put, like, the a proportional sushi bite into your mouth? Well, the thing was is I couldn't <laughs> see what was inside, you know? I couldn't right. see exactly what was inside of the sushi burrito. And when you eat a roll, you, you, have, everything. Everyth- you have everything in it. But you might just get a bite of rice or a bite of mm-hmm. just, like, sauce or... Yeah, and that's the same thing that happens with... It can happen with, with a pizza form, but it would definitely happen with like a sandwich as well, you know? Mm. Or a hamburger style. Sometimes it takes a couple of bites to get a real good thing in there. A really good experience from that one bite. So pizza, you're saying, is better because it's easier to get everything sort of evenly distributed? Well, yeah, because if you're eating it by the slice... It already is the middle. <laughs> you start at the bullseye <laughs> of flavor. Right, you don't You're think... taking that bullseye and you are dividing it into eight wonderful slices and everybody can have the first bite at the best part of the pizza. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Because as a kid, I would eat a burger, right? And I would eat it from the edge mm-hmm. and like rotate it so that the last bite would be the very center, which is right. the, the best bite. You're taking your chances, man. And I'm not saying that necessarily is like the signature of an ultimate form is at the first bite. But with food, like, you have to be careful because, especially if it's trying new food, because the first experience you have immediately makes the impression for the next time you have it, you know? I mean, think about a kid. First time they have spinach, are they going to remember that? Probably, but not for the right reasons. <laughs> Why do kids love chicken nuggets, pizza, 
Because the first bite is always good. Because the first bite is always good. Exactly. And so, I think pizza is the ultimate form, but I do think burrito is good too. Um, Before we get off the pizza topic, mm-hmm. I just... what. Well, I, I thought that was so funny that you decided that that was the ultimate form. <laughs> so there was this episode of Arthur. Um, <laughs> and, and Good old Arthur. Yeah, it was a very formative show for me. <laughs> but the, the premise of that episode was the teacher asked the classroom, if you could have one food for the rest of your life, what food? would that be mm-hmm. you know and as a kid i was just like well you have to have something that has all the food groups in it mm-hmm. um and there's a character on the show buster <laughs> the, the bunny <laughs> who's obsessed with pizza oh that's right he's obsessed with it and so i was like Oh, this is a slam dunk for Buster. He's going to say pizza because it has all the food groups. You have fruit, you got vegetables, you got carbs, you got meat. Slam dunk for Buster. (laughs) And then he comes to the class and he presents his food and it's cereal. It's like some, like, no. As a kid, I was like yelling at the TV. No, you were, this was your moment, Buster. (laughs) That was just poor writing right there. And then at the end, they did some sappy thing that was like, oh, there's no one food. You have to have a selection of everything. I'm like, <laughs> no, pizza. <laughs> no, salads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, the question we're asking is different from that question. It's a that. different question. No, absolutely. And I wasn't trying to like dissuade that because I think... I think I was just poor writing. Now, Jerry, <laughs> I feel like Jerry Seinfeld would argue that cereal is one of the best foods. Or at least the Jerry Seinfeld that I grew up and loved from the actual Seinfeld show. Because always, he always has cereal. But, like, the, yeah, the question is different for our listeners. Like, we're not discussing if we can only have one food for the rest of our lives. But it's what if food only came in one form? Um, so, let's see here. So you argued that burrito is the ultimate form. Yeah. Um, I would, what? I would say that it's a little bit more handheld mm-hmm. and more portable than a pizza. And I think that with a burrito, to its credit, depending on how the burrito is made, it's a pretty hefty thing. Like, I'm not talking those microwavable, like really tiny right like burn your mouth kind of things we're talking like the hand rolled burritos are just about the size of your forearm i don't know why they're called burritos because that is not small like it should be a burrito or something i don't know (laughs) but like um it's smaller than a donkey Maybe that's it. It's it's smaller than a burro. It's smaller than a burro. (laughs) It's a burrito. (laughs) Burrito. Um, Is there any food that you think would struggle to be like, what are the downsides of a burrito? Oh, yeah. So if you have only one form. And we're talking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The... 
I mean, like you were saying before that food is complex. It has lots of dimensions to it. Mm -hmm. And if you limit it to one form, you, you're, you're cutting the head off of several of those dimensions and limiting it. So you only have one type of, uh, texture or one type of, uh, visual stimulus. Mm -hmm. Right. So lots of downfalls of of this would be like gourmet restaurants you you, you couldn't ever have mm-hmm. like a fancy plate the the burrito is is elegant but it's it's not beautiful <laughs> <laughs> you you can't serve a gourmet burrito really mm-hmm. yeah i mean i guess you could but it wouldn't be the fancy that we would think because I guess in my mind, what I see with the burrito, if that's our only form, you could argue, well, you can always eat it on a plate. It's like, in our world, you can. But we're talking like, like if you were to eat this the way it's normally eaten, and I'm not going to pull some statistic out because you eat a burrito with your hands, people. Okay? <laughs> if you're eating with a fork, that's an enchilada. Um, especially if you put sauce over it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you could have a fancy okay. restaurant... And you could have a knife to cut it open, you know, and then eat it, like, in two sections. Mm. But, yeah, I think a fork is out of the question. Um, And so it could be, you could have a fancy restaurant, but you'd still have people eating it in a non-fancy style. Like, um, but, yeah, so fancy restaurants, that would be, that would definitely change, like, because when I think of a fancy restaurant, it's usually a sit-down, fork and knife kind of thing. Right. You know? So what else? What what other downfalls do you think you could see with a burrito? Um, well, I mean, there's probably things that are hard to put in a burrito. But honestly, there's not a lot of downsides to burritos. I, <laughs> I, I love burritos. <laughs> I could eat a burrito any any day. Hmm. What do you, can you think of? Any downsides? I would be interested to know how we would fare with like survival situations. You know, like how portable can this burrito be, and. Are we able to eat it in a pinch? You know? Because in our world, and we'll we'll separate the worlds. In our world, meaning everything that we know and love about food. um, Survival food is usually what you can forage, you know? Mm. And then just eating it right then and there. If you were to forage for food, like, there'd still be berries. I'm not... We're not saying, like, fruit and vegetables, like, grow in burrito form. No, you have to... (laughs) A strawberry burrito. (laughs) No. What we're we're talking about is, like, you'd have to take all those ingredients, and our mind couldn't conceive eating them alone. Or there'd be some cosmic rule that said you cannot eat these ingredients alone. It has to be in the form of a burrito. Eating food in a pinch would be tough. 
Yeah. And a burrito wouldn't necessarily have to be cooked. So there's that with it. But the entire thing is edible. Yeah. So it can't be just like a pouch where you eat the inside and then you like throw away the wrapping. And so I'd be interested to see that. Like if you would have like emergency tortillas or something, <laughs> you know, where you just like grab it and then you just take all these berries and fruits and nuts and you just wrap them in a burrito and then hurry and eat it. Yeah, it's like uh, people carry around a pack of smokes. People. <laughs> Don't keep going. I, I just thought of something. People would carry around a pack of tortillas. Yeah. Hey, can I borrow a tortilla? I'm really, I'm really hungry. That that actually happens though. I'm not. That exact situation happens in uh, Mexico and Central America. I know for sure in Central America because I live there. Carry around tortillas. They don't necessarily carry around tortillas, but they won't eat unless there are tortillas. <laughs> so I was I was in Honduras, and we were having refried beans, refried red beans because they have red beans in Honduras. Um, I've never seen them anywhere else. And they're not kidney beans. They're different. Red beans, eggs, and some meat. I think it was salchichas, which is like a sausage. And the person that was giving us his food was like, he came in and he was just like, so defeated. His face looked so defeated. And he's like, no hay tortillas. Like, <laughs> we don't have any tortillas. And you usually could find like four to five people on your block selling tortillas. Because that's how a lot of people would make some extra cash. Is that they would, they would have a fire going and they would have a tortilla press and they would be making tortillas to sell to their neighbors. There were no tortillas, and me and my companion, who was also from North America, we were like, I mean, so what? We don't have tortillas. It's okay. We can still eat. But our Latino companions were like, dang, we can't eat. <laughs> I thought that was the cool. Most interesting thing in the world of like yeah. they would not eat unless they had tortillas. And it wasn't so much like they wouldn't eat, but like it's not a meal without tortillas. Yeah. So something... that's interesting. So there's a fo- there's at least a form like where people actually do like I cannot eat unless this is there. Interesting, yeah. Well to to that point, it's a lot easier to make a burrito than it is to make a pizza. True. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a contest, fish. <laughs> well, well, maybe. Maybe one day where we can create our own worlds and make our subjects eat only one food. <laughs> that, that is so interesting. Is there anything that we in North America just like won't eat without like is there one food form or like is there just a way that we have to eat trying to think um it varies because beans and rice and eggs were kind of a staple in that region of the world it was pretty universal like you could buy a pizza and eat it there but here in the united states there are so many ways to have meals and it's not like one is more predominant than the other you know like even think of sandwiches people have lettuce wrap sandwiches you know Mm. so 
I don't know. I don't know if there's something here in America that... A drink, maybe. A drink. You gotta have a drink with your meal. Yeah. Um, Even though you don't technically... Need. Yeah, like you can you can eat a burrito on the go and people could be like, huh, I'm okay, you know. Hmm. I think that's kind of one of the reasons why if food only came in one form was such an interesting question to me. Because there's so much variation on it. And because there's so many of those fusion situations that are so cool because people are branching out and using one form and inviting another into the party you know the burrito the ice cream burrito thing is something i really want to try because yeah. that sounds awesome we'll do an update in, a, in another episode <laughs> and tell you how it goes <laughs> let me see my notes here so while while you're I do have one question. Yeah. So, is there a uniform food already? And one I wanted to talk about was MREs. <laughs> yeah, people only eat MREs. Yeah, because like, that's, that's kind of how it is with our military. That's the one form of food they get. They get, they get their, their candy. I know a lot of them come with Skittles. Um, it comes with a heat pouch sometimes that you mix up with water and then it like smokes and you put your food pouch in there and then you like close it and there's, it's almost got like this hot pocket kind of container so you don't burn. Um, cause I was trying to think, do these forms already exist where people only eat in this fashion? And the closest I could think of is military because Especially deployed military, you know, and I've never been in the military. And so comment on what, like, if you did have something more than MREs, but I've heard that a lot of times that's all they've had. Yeah. Um, and it comes in a lot of different flavors. It, it's not just one MRE. It's not just Chili Mac, um, which is actually really good. I like the Chili Mac MRE. Um. But then it'll come with like powdered coffee or powdered lemonade or something like that. So there's that, but there's also you know smoothies. I know people mm-hmm. go on smoothie diets where they put everything in a yeah, smoothie. Yeah, the diets. You know, you got protein powder. People, or I, you know, uh, a couple of months ago I tried this meal supplement powder mm-hmm. where it was just a powder and then you put it in some water and you shake it up and mm-hmm. it was awful it was just terrible <laughs> but it was sort of fun just to if i was really in a hurry i could you know make myself a shake and yeah. eat it that is interesting that actually is something i would say a lot of people have to have their drinks and it's not like even with coffee which I don't drink, but I know enough about it to know that a lot of people take it a lot of different ways. But when it comes to food, like actual sustenance, like you got protein powder, you've got smoothies, you've got juice cleanses, you know. Smoothies, I think, are a little more, they fit the form of this conversation. (laughs) Because they are hearty, there's actual food in it. 
and it's a one it's literally a one form but i think if i may introduce something of why we chose burrito and pizza is because of how versatile it is a smoothie is not all that versatile it as far as textures go you get one texture with and and i may argue one temperature I have yet to see a hot smoothie. A hot smoothie, and I feel like there would be a lot of problems with it, especially if you were to add ingredients that change to heat, like eggs or dough. Oh yeah, you pretty quick. You're getting a pudding instead of a smoothie. Yeah, or just a big old wet mess that won't fit through a straw. Yeah. You know. Um. But we do kind of have a lot of people that will only eat smoothies. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like that would be a really crappy way to only eat our food. Like if everybody had to have smoothies. Because then you'd have to have a blender. Then I feel like you go back to the survival thing of like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the the, the reason people do this is because they're trying to be healthy but in in some way they are abandoning food hmm. and what i mean by that is i mean we all need food to survive but if you're um, trying to be healthy and or you're trying to save time or money then uh abandoning food by just getting the like the blandest simplest thing that works um and then you don't experience the the art of it but that's the cost that you pay for the convenience Mm -hmm. or the health of it so not necessarily going to the form but just answer this question what is the most important thing, bottom line, for food about you? Like, what makes food something you want to eat? Because there are people that want it, not necessarily because it tastes good, but because it will do something for their body, you know? Right. But then, of course, there are people that only want to eat food that they like. Yeah. But then there are people that just want to enjoy and they want to try new things. And so for you, what is that that makes food, like, worth eating? I, I think for me, it's feeling full. Um, which, obviously, I, I do like good food. I, I like it when it's tasty. Mm-hmm. But I've often thought about... Um, you know, if I totally lost my taste buds, maybe that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> then it would just force my hand and I could only eat the healthy things that make me feel full. And then I'm healthy, you know. I know a lot of people during the pandemic have thought that way too. When they've lost their sense of smell and taste, some of them have reported losing weight because they couldn't, they couldn't taste so the pleasure of eating something unhealthy is taken away. Mm-hmm. And the 
negative tasting of eating something healthy was also negated. Right. Um, so kind of being sat like having satiation, sat, sash, satiation. Something like that. <laughs> I know the, I know the easy word is filling to have filling food, but satiated, satiated, like a satyr. <laughs> satiation <laughs> Sati satiating yeah I think is the word <laughs> okay so that's what's important to you I like that because I mean because once you're full you can have the most delicious thing in the world right in front of you and feel nause nauseated at least I do I, I don't feel nauseated. I just feel sad that I can't eat it anymore. <laughs> I just look at it. And I, and just, I want to eat it, but I know I can't. <laughs> yeah. We have our limits, unfortunately, with eating. All right. What so about what, you? What's, what's the most important factor of food for you? I have to enjoy it. I have to enjoy my food. And it is not only um, how it tastes, but how it looks. I like the experience of food. And making boiling food down to one form would be a horrible, horrible thing. But the reason why I chose pizza is because it is one of my favorite foods as itself. But I also think it would be the most versatile. But like, I love the experience of having sushi. Because you go in into a really nice place, and I always have to get the high-end stuff, especially living, if you're living out in Utah, that fresh, that, excuse me, that fish better be fresh as crap, because it had to travel all the way to Utah, and I ain't paying five bucks for all-you-can-eat sushi and then getting, getting double dragon the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, sushi is... A Maybe a form of, that is a contender. I see a lot of dessert sushis and... Well, you can even say that like mochi is like close to it. But coming from a Western, like a Western view of food, we could look at anything that's able to be picked up with chopsticks and say, ooh, that's sushi, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so... Yeah, we're talking sushi rolls in this context. Right. That actually would be kind of cool because you can have hot sushi... Like a Las Vegas roll, yeah, uh, yeah, with the tempura. Mm. Or I've I've seen where they bake it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, back to what I was explaining. Of, for me, I need to enjoy my food, and I like the experience of it. If I'm going to a fancy restaurant, I like the sitting down and listening to the music and having the ambiance and being with my wife. And having the food come to us in these perfect increments, you know. But I also like going to that that really old restaurant where they serve barbecue. And you go in and you either grab it or you sit at the table while it's loud and there's rock music, you know. And the sweet waitress comes over and, ah, can I take your order? You know, it's just, there's something about the experience of food that I love. And if it's, if it is taken out of its own context... It ruins it for me. And it is tough sometimes. Like, I can't eat a burger in the car. 
I can't eat pizza in the car either. And um, the experience of the food is all different and that's why I like it. Because I love having a burger at like a nice burger place. But I also am completely content getting my Uber Eats from McDonald's and watch Netflix, you know. Because that's part of the experience, you know. And so... Um, for me, it's the experience and the taste, I think, is what goes with that. Because, especially when I'm cooking food, the ingredients have to be just right. You can't just, like, dump them in. And you have to cook with love, you know. You gotta cook with the intent of enjoyment, not filling your stomach, for me. And I like flavor, because my tongue is the dictator of my stomach. <laughs> it is like the gatekeeper. <laughs> and sometimes I hate it because sometimes I wish I could just eat until I'm full and then that's it. But there's a lapse. Sometimes I'll be full, but then I won't know it for like 15 minutes. And I'm still eating. And all of a sudden that lapse comes like, oh, it's too late. Oh, and then I feel sick to my stomach. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's always that advice of eating slowly because of that lapse, mm-hmm. where you'll you'll realize that you're full sooner and yeah. you'll eat less. But the thing is, is, if you have food that you like, you don't want to keep it. It's weird for me. I don't want to keep it in my mouth. I love putting it in my mouth, and I love feeling like chocolate ice cream, for example. If I eat chocolate ice cream, I don't like keep it in there and let it all melt. I like eat it taste it and then i swallow it because my body tells me this is good well there's something scientific about that i i I can't remember exactly but there's like almost taste buds or like some sort of receptor on in your esophagus Mm -hmm. as so you're you're literally getting dopamine from swallowing rather than just tasting Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've heard it somewhere where like The reason why we crave stuff like sugar so much is because it's so high in calories and our brain kind of lights up. And again, I'm not a scientist and so some of this stuff may be true or not, but it lights up and it knows this is going to keep me warm through the night, you know? And so that's why our bodies respond so easily to sugar and to cheese and to bread, you know, because it's high and it's dense it's going to fill our stomachs and it's going to be high in calories. And in a in a world where finding food is hard, that survival pizza would be the ultimate survival food, you right. know. Um, but in today's world where we've actually gone to the point in humanity where now we have to portion it out or else we're going to get fat. And then when a time comes where we have to run for our lives, <laughs> We can't. We have to roll, and we won't roll very far. <laughs> you just have to roll faster than your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I lost my train of thought. Where did I go with it? <laughs> um, okay, so something totally different. Okay, go ahead. Um the the opposite of this topic is if you could have all the forms but only one food 
(laughs) (laughs) And and the the inspiration is Interstellar. Oh, corn! Yeah! I was thinking about that too! I was thinking about that too, of how everything is corn! So they have cornbread. They got corn on the cob. They got hush puppies. And they got like, yeah! Creamed corn. Creamed corn. Wait, how could they have... So there had to be cows. Oh. Right. <laughs> you don't just get the cream out of the corn. <laughs> yeah, wait, there's some plot holes here. How do you make cornbread without, like, butter? So hopefully there are still cows, unless that was, like... I mean, I have a theory, but I don't know if I could say it. <laughs> <laughs> if there are no animals except humans, and there's milk... We gotta use... Uh, dairy some somehow. Well, I mean, it's not like dairy is completely unexistent. I, the, so there's this family. There's this woman that just makes an absurd amount of breast milk. Uh-huh. And she has some disorder where she produces like gallons a day or something. Or some, some obscene amount of breast milk. Jeez. And she just feeds her whole family. Like, that's what they use for milk. They use it in their cereal. And they're just like... They're all cool with it. Now... They make cheese out of it. Oh! You know? There was my limit. <laughs> I was so close to not even being, being close to judging that family. And then you said breast milk cheese. Oh! Hey, look. It's not bad. <laughs> breast milk or breast milk cheese (laughs) you know this family no (laughs) I'm just in general Uh, I I have a kid I've um, as I've fed him I've uh, sampled Mm -hmm. you know well that's common like that's common and it's not bad it's nice and sweet and creamy and nice you know all right interstellar we found it out we found out your dark <laughs> secrets christopher nolan you sick man <laughs> um okay i guess that question doesn't get very far no it does just interstellar all of a sudden has a darker side every time i see their food i'm just gonna be like there's something else in that corn that I don't think is cow's milk. <laughs> okay. So what if there's basically, can I say, what if you had food in all forms, but it only had one flavor? Sure, yeah. Sure. And that flavor can be anything. Like pizza. Like a traditional pizza. Pizza flavor. Like pizza flavor. <laughs> so what if Birdie bought Birdie Bot's all every flavor jelly beans were birdie bots every flavored or one flavored one for uh, never mind forget <laughs> that entire thing okay all right fine well let's go with burritos and pizza i've had a pizza jelly bean before that one tasted more like vomit than the vomit birdie bots tasted yeah. like I can see that. There's like... Actually, from what I understand, when Jelly Bellies actually made the... Like, were trying to make more flavors of Jelly Bellies, they tried out a pizza one, and it was so bad that when Harry Potter came back, 
or when it came out and they made birdie bots, they took the old recipe of the pizza jelly belly flavor no and way. they made it the vomit. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's definitely bad forms. I've had uh, chicken wing soda, and that was just awful. <laughs> or uh, the other, like this brother flavor to that soda was uh, chocolate covered bacon soda. Chocolate covered bacon soda. Yeah, that first part sounds a lot awesome. Soda, no. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I would have chocolate dip, pe- chocolate dip bacon. For- it, it was slightly better than the chicken wing or mm. the buffalo wing soda. Yeah. Um, that would be a really scary universe to live in. Because I feel like you would have to choose something that's. Tasty enough, but bland enough to where food would all of a sudden not become an experience. It would become how you live. It would be like water. Like, water really only comes in kind of basically one taste. I mean, unless you're really rich and like can tell the difference between sparkling water and like La Croix and tap water and you know we don't all have that luxury water is water um with food i feel like it would have to be a single ingredient kind of thing you know like apple or even like sugar you know yeah like everything would have to taste like slightly sweet like sugar or like strawberries you know It'd be like, imagine eventually being people would just get so bored of it that it's just like something that you do it's not enjoyable at all yeah it would be yeah it would be like it would just become a chore something you have to do exactly you'd be born into this world that's like you go to the dentist, and when they're like, "What well, now? What flavor will you want for your fluoride or whatever?" Like, we got bubble gum, we got root beer, we got tutti frutti, and we got coffee or something. You know, <laughs> imagine being born to this world, and the first thing the doctor asks you is, "What flavor do you have to endure the rest of your life?" <laughs> I like strawberry. Strawberry's my favorite. <laughs> uh, um, that would be tough. Um, I definitely like the one form of food better than the one flavor of food in all forms. Yeah. Um, which I think brings out a big thing of like, we like variety in our tastes and in our textures and all that. There's lots of dimensions of food, but the biggest dimension is taste. And I think, yeah, I think that one is like the most prevalent because obviously, yeah. It's not like, because I know texture can affect it and like their smell, but absolutely taste because, um, yeah, I, I don't even think we need to explain, you know, go deeper into that. Food has a taste. <laughs> well, what, what, what have we learned so far from this? I think we've learned, I think we've learned a lot actually. I think we found out, for me, I, what was kind of expanded or brought back to light is why we eat food 
because it is absolutely more than just survival. If food were primarily for survival, why would we, like, cook and put ingredients in? Because you can cook meat, you know, and that'll make you survive. You can take corn from the cob and you can eat it right then and there after, like, washing it. But the moment you put that thing on a grill with butter and with salt, it becomes something completely different. And it is more than just survival. Well, and it's a totally human thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, dog food comes in one form. Mm -hmm. And it is just for survival, you know. Mm -hmm. Or baby food. It's all one form. Mm -hmm. So it is totally just a human. It's for the experience. Baby food, that's a good one. That's a good one. Babies kind of don't have a choice for a while, huh? Yeah. You got pureed. Pureed, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I know, what is it, koala bears? They can only eat, is it the the eucalyptus tree leaf? They can only, they only eat, I don't know if it's by choice or just because their brains are too stupid to, like, know what else to eat. (laughs) Stupid koala. I've heard, I've heard that about koalas is that they barely have a brain. They're, like, really (laughs) dumb animals. Um, Cute. They're cute. I hope I'm not offending any koalas out there. You're very cute. Or koala lovers. You're eating... You're eating a leaf that essentially you're eating all over again. They, like, re-gurgle it or something. I'm so glad I'm not a koala. <laughs> I, I learned today that I'm not a koala, and I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Now I do know that there are there is a there is a species of monkey, and I'm sure I, I wouldn't say that it's only one monkey, but I think they're in like Japan or somewhere in Asia where they'll eat sweet potatoes, but then they'll go to where there's salt water, and they will actually dip it in the water and then eat it. And it's not them washing it, it's them seasoning it, in a way. Now, I'm not nearly as impressed with that unless they, like, took it, rolled it in some, like, actual salt, and then started eating it, you know? That right. would that would be different. Or, like, if they were able to start a fire. And I think that's also a thing, is, like, we're able to put heat to our food. Heat changed the game for food. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I've learned that we, as humans, when we eat, it is so much more than survival. What have you learned? Yeah, so I learned, along with that, it is the variety that brings joy out of it, or Mm -hmm. makes it enjoyable. If you cut something off, and you just have the same thing, then that that dimension is gone. Mm -hmm. If you have one taste, you might as well have no taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would definitely want to live in a world with one form of food versus one flavor. But I'm glad that we live in our world where we can have food in its many forms and ways and combinations that are still being explored today. Food is a frontier, my friend, that still has not found its limits. Food 
I could believe in a flat earth food dimension where it just keeps on going. I don't we're, think... we're pushing the frontier today. Yeah. Dessert burrito. Do- oh, we're doing that for sure. Yeah. I'm sure there are people oh, that yeah. have tried it. It's been done But before. I've never seen it in like a mainstream restaurant. Um, and maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe it's just awful. <laughs> I don't know, man. How do you mess that up? I mean, <laughs> whoever messed that up shouldn't be cooking in the first place. <laughs> um... But I want to know what our those who listen to this think. So, however we publish this, I want all of our listeners to comment on what they think about this. What's your ideal form? Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone? Or do you only eat one form? Are mm-hmm. you a smoothie junkie? Mm-hmm. Um... And do you disagree with anything that we've said? Oh, I'm sure there's always somebody that's going to disagree. But I definitely want to hear that because... And I feel like this conversation, in the future, we absolutely could revisit. Yeah. I like this one because you, we could talk about this for way longer if we wanted to. Um, and maybe one day we will. But uh, all I can think about is that dessert burrito now. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious. I I I think ice cream would go really well with that thing. Ice cream or like mm, I don't know, like some sort of bread pudding inside. Or like cake, like a cake inside the burrito. That sounds delicious. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Dessert burrito. Try it out. Make it. Explore the food frontier. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on Bushwhacking Episode 2. I'm Jack. I'm Fish. And you all have a wonderful day.